are now listening to the Devil's Jukebox. Devil's Jukebox. Yo, it's cracking. Yeah, yeah. You know the deal. Hosted by Tragic One and then Reckless. Check out the joints we got rolled up next. Broadcasting from the Bay Area. Man, so impressed you got asked you for an intro. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Reckless once again. <laughs> and welcome to the Devil's Jukebox Podcast, episode four, A New Hope. Here with A me, as hope. always, is my trusty companion and cousin, Tragic One. What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry for the delay, you know, life happens, but you know, we back to it. So, Tragic One has been very busy the last year, you know what I'm saying? Even though we're in 2022, let's recap what we did in 2021, man. You've been hella fucking busy, bro. You got two albums out. How you feel? I feel like I need, I need another one out. Yeah, it's the drive when it comes to an artist. We want to push it out as much as possible so we don't, like, you know, stop being, yeah. you know, consistent. I want to get it all out while I can. Yeah. Especially with the the long break I took in between albums the first time. That's kind of what made you, like, have two albums out because you're like, fuck, I got to make up for the years that, you know, you didn't make music. And then yeah. having two solid long length albums out, that's a good, that's a good look. Yeah. That was a big push in it. I want to talk about the first one, though. Uh, Things Fall Apart. That was your first big return comeback to the game. And you came out strong with dope graphics, impeccable beats, crazy-ass features. You know, tell me the process of making that project. Um, so that all started with the pandemic. So thank you to the pandemic for happening. Sorry everyone <laughs> died, but, you know, hey, we get some no, positive out of it. <laughs> It, it it left me alone in my room, you know, stuck with nothing to do. Um, people started sending me beats. I started listening to other producers. And then uh, I think it was you. I think you asked me to do a song, Jump on a Verse. And I was like, fuck it, I'll jump on a verse. Jumped on it. And uh, I really liked the way it sounded. I really felt like, oh, man, I sound better than I did four or five years ago. Yeah, so I was like, shit. fuck it, let me, let, me, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me see what else I can do. And I had a couple beats Chris had made me. That I hadn't done anything with for years, just sitting there, and I was like, that. I was like, man, maybe it's time I I, I do something with them, and I uh, started writing to them, and you know, once I did, once I went and recorded your verse, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'm gonna come back in like a week or two and do something else, and I came back and dropped another one, and that just kind of steamrolled into a whole album. The shit, oh, the floodgates opened. He just came out swinging. No yeah. shit. Uh, you're welcome, by the way. <laughs> so what made you like decide to call it Things Fall Apart, the whole concept? Talk to me about that. Shit. So I had that name picked out years before. Mm-hmm. You know, I already said, uh, if I do another album, it's going to be called Things Fall Apart. Yeah. And uh, that's just because at that point in my life, I felt like things were falling apart. You know, like my parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. The bitch I was with was cheating on me. Like, everything was going bad. Bali, fuck you. I got fat. (laughs) You know, so I was like, things are falling apart. That's going to be the name of my next album. That's what the whole, the whole idea was to talk about how everything fell apart. Okay, okay. And what made you decide to make it this lengthy of a project? You know, a lot of people like to like dip their toes in, come back in. I mean, here's a four PCP or here's this and that. You know, what would you do a full length album? So I never, I never liked the shorter songs, the shorter albums. I always felt like if someone's going to pay you $10 for your project and they don't even know you, they never heard of you, you better make it worth their money. Yeah. So that's just always the way I, th- I thought. Uh, Suicide Note was like 18 tracks or something like that. 18, yeah. Um, oh, a little more. It's like 
because of the intro i don't know if you want oh, the outro i mean the outro or something you want to know if you want to count that shit yeah that's why i think it was 18 hmm. i don't know i gotta look it up i yeah, haven't seen that shit in a minute. I looked at it too. but uh with this one i actually had a couple more songs i wanted to add to it but i just couldn't get them out like i tried writing to them i tried um i tried just to fit it in and it just didn't feel like they fit so that's why we cut it off i think it was like 14 songs 15 tracks 15. yeah 15 tracks with the outro mm-hmm. um and then you know i had a couple people who who didn't shoot me their verse who couldn't make it on this project who weren't really feeling the beats or whatever so they just never you know happened Hey, it happens sometimes. You know, my last project, I wanted so many other people on it, but it never happened. Yeah. I was like, fuck, you know, this next one I'm dropping is kind of the same deal. I think every album that anyone drops has that. Yeah. Know? It's like, fuck, I wanted you on it, but, you, yeah. you know, you couldn't make it. And then you feel like you can't wait for them. No, you can't. Because, yeah. shit, t- tell progress. me about it, bro. I've been delaying my <laughs> albums to make motherfuckers be able to be on my shit to give them some shine or whatever, and then they never come through. And yeah. like, fuck, I wasted two years for you <laughs> yeah, you can only hold the door open for so long yeah learn that the hard way you know i'm starting to learn that more i'm about to just cut shit off too with this next one but uh fuck man running down the list of features you got let's run the list down we got shadow exo yeah. creep mr key beatoita smig dirty fucking mike marshall fucking big tone like shit bro like How'd you get in contact with all these features? How'd you get so, them on? So, Big Tone was the first one I got to feature. Mm-hmm. And Big Tone, that that song is actually from like 2016, 2017. Jesus. Um, I had Chris make me a beat. Me and Rob jumped on it. And then uh, I, hit up, I hit up Tone, got in touch with him, and he sent me something back real quick. Mm-hmm. And then I was supposed to start working. I think at that point, my next album was going to be called Heartless. And I didn't end up rapping anymore i just kind of quit yeah and uh so i shelved everything and then when i started coming back and started thinking about what i wanted to put on this project i remembered i had that song with big tone still and uh that song had this real funky hook you know rob sang the hook on the original one and it just sounded hella weird (laughs) yeah and uh sorry rob (laughs) if you're you're listening to this he's he's listening (laughs) oh yeah hey i liked it (laughs) You know, and uh, oh, Rob loved it too. Oh, I know Rob he did. He shit. loves all his shit. <laughs> Can't tell him nothing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I put my cousin Anthony on the hook because uh, you know he's dope. He sings. He sings hella good. And I thought, let me let me get my cousin on this shit too. You're under. You're underselling that. He's a fucking great ass singer. Like yeah. for, uh, banda, uh, rancheras, fucking like so many different types of Spanish music. And now he's dipping his toes into English. That's what's up. Yeah, he's just got them vocal cords that they're fucking smooth. They come out fucking smooth, and mm-hmm. you know it just it just took the song to a whole different level. It made it something that I felt like okay, I can put this out now. Uh-huh. You know, I probably should have recorded my verse, but I was like, nah, I kind of like it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was the first one. After that, I think the next person I reached out to was uh, I think it was Beatoita. Mm. You know, not everybody was at home. Everybody was uh quarantining and shit so nobody was eating you know everybody had all this money and nothing to do with it so the artists were i guess they were lowering their prices and shit to get people get people to give them work and uh you know that helped me get beat a weed on a track for the low hell yeah such a random ass feature to put on your project like to be honest in my opinion because like you're like oh like 
who's who's a go-to feature? Beta Wina. Like, no, no one says that really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he had just done this song with Yuck Mouth. Uh-huh. Um, fuck, I don't remember what it was called, but it was on his last project. He, the project he had done around that time. Mm-hmm. And he used a, a Pac, for, uh, Pac beat. And uh, I hell liked it. You know, because mm-hmm. I had listened to him before, like way back in the day. Oh, I saw it right. He's a dope and then uh, I hadn't heard him for a while. And I heard that song. I was like, oh, shit, that's dope. I was like, let me reach out to him, see what, what it would cost. Reached out to him and fucking, I think in like a week, made it happen. Fucking dope. Shit, man. And like, you have like other bigger features too on there. Like, you know, like Mr. Key, like fucking legend from Frisco and yeah. shit. Fucking Shadow and Exo Creep. Like, where the fuck you find Exo at? Like, you know what I'm saying? You like, know what? I think Exo, I hit him up on Instagram too. I think almost everybody I reached out to was on Instagram first. Shout out to Instagram, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I reached out to Exo. And then, uh, you know, we got on the phone, talked for a couple hours. And, uh, you know, he, he fucking blessed me with some fucking old school Exo Creep shit. Mm-hmm. So it still sounds the same too after all these years which yeah. is really impressive you know a lot of rappers start you know changing their sound or they just, they just can't match their energy they yeah. used to before you know what I liked about him though um, he gave me a couple different verses a couple different sounds oh, okay. even a, a hook just to see what I liked what I wanted to work with and shit and then I was able to you know tell him like yeah this is the one right here you know. and people don't do that anymore people just send you one one take and you gotta yeah. hope it's good you know whatever and, and that's what you get <laughs> yep here's the you 300 know. and then Shadow Shadow too Shadow was cool cause Shadow came all the way down to the studio to record his oh voice. yeah that was a good time you know so we got to kick it with Shadow and uh, see him do his thing in the booth mm-hmm. and that was tight yeah plus we got to see he also we, we had, he recorded a bunch of songs for other people too yeah. so we got to see that behind the scenes you know what I'm saying so that was really cool as fuck yeah. yeah I even got to like meet one of the people who uh, he did a song for shout out to Slim Loco you know what I'm saying like I got to see his song like you know be recorded at least the verse his verse Shadow, recorded yeah. for Shadow Recording I was like yo that's fucking dope and then the whole song was already clean so I got the first we got the first exclusive of that song yeah you know like and then that other one for uh, Big Rome. Oh yeah, 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 Big Rome, Big Rome. Yeah, Shadow went off on that one. Man, that makes me want to rethink like my whole like profession. When yeah. I when I when I was out, like, you know what, this guy's an actual rapper. <laughs> what am I doing <laughs> if I can't do that shit? You know, yeah. what I'm saying? fuck. <laughs> like, damn, we fucking suck. Dude. <laughs> I wonder what he's thinking about when he actually hears the song. Like, oh, really? This guy is one of my songs. So like, this is who I'm recording with. All right, bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. shit but hey man I really like that you had Anthony really like do like show off his rapping chops in this one bro yeah. like he finally really got down to actually doing that like what, what what convinced him to want to do it actually he he's the one who uh, came with it like he came ready with the verse written oh man um, nice. so it, it was originally just gonna be him on the hook and he had something for the for the verse like drop it mm-hmm. you know and he, he went in there he did his thing and like fuck yeah we're keeping that hell yeah it reminds me yeah we gotta do another interview the last interview we did he was like I, I, he was gonna sing on there but he hella like you know didn't want to do it last minute I was like yo <laughs> like <laughs> he got a little nervous but it's all good like we're supposed to do something else to showcase that but we never did you know we gotta get back on that <laughs> oh, yeah now reach out to him I'm sure he'll do it now oh yeah yeah for sure <laughs> he's got a lot he's got a lot of things going on right now Oh, I see him. Shout out to his whole, like, you know, crew and shit, bro. Like, yeah. What's it called again? Uh, Wolf. Wolf Records. Wolf Records with L. James and so many other yeah. artists on there. There's so many talents and shit. 
man, we need something like that. <laughs> yeah. Fun. They they all fucking move as one. It's pretty dope. Yeah, at least we got each other though. That's what's up. <laughs> Ever say that shit again? <laughs> I'll say it a couple more times to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> shit. So what's the favorite? What would you say is your favorite song on this project? You know what? I've thought about that a lot lately, especially. Uh-huh. Um, and I'd have to say it's the song with Mr. Key. Mr. Key, that's that's actually been a pretty popular track. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed a lot of people really like it. That's actually been my most popular song on that. Like, it's outperformed every other song by at least, like, 200 plays. That's crazy. Which is nuts. Yeah, and that's one of the least songs I listen to on the project. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, it's just there's other songs that I catch my ear more. Yeah. Like, well, like I, say, I say listen in a getaway. Getaway, yeah. All the fucking oh. time. Fucking Gloria, man. Gloria, I'll shine Gloria. you on your own shit. Gloria's, Gloria's gonna outshine anybody that gets on a song with her. Yeah. Hey, good luck if you want to do a song with her if you suck because she's gonna make you look like shit because she is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? When, when we did the song with her, um, I sent her the beat. I don't know if it was that one or the one uh, or the Time Flies. Mm-hmm. I sent her the beat and within a little bit, I, I don't even know how long, she sent me back a recording on the phone saying, what do you think of this for the hook? Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, yeah, that sounds fucking dope. Immediately sent it to Chris. Told him, yo, check this shit out. Chris was like, yo, that's fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think within like a week, we had her at the studio. And she recorded her shit. And uh, she wasn't really feeling herself. She was like, I don't know. Like she was doubting herself. And I was mm-hmm. like, how the fuck? It's, it's always a so talented good. motherfuckers who fucking like are doubting themselves, yeah. man. Like, but you know what? That made me think. Like I go in there and I don't doubt myself. Maybe yeah. I need to start doubting myself because if she's going in right? there and she's spitting some shit like that and it sounds fucking like dope as fuck, and she doubts herself, like that's just that's probably why she's so great. We need more low self esteem, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like you know, I, I always doubt myself after you know after the fucking albums i'm like fuck yeah that's when that's when all this shit kicks in like what have i done yeah (laughs) like it's too late it's too late but yeah we're her we're her i remember the first time i heard her i heard her rap i was just like holy shit oh yeah she blew everyone away when when they first heard her rap but what's the first song i heard it was on youtube in living color was it is that the one with the one no 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 it was a solo track she did I remember, like, okay, she took it down, which, you know, put that back up, please. And that's uh, why so I don't remember the fuck what it's fucking called. But it was a dope ass track. So I don't, I don't remember the name of the first song I heard. Because um, the first, she used to cut my hair, right? Yeah. She used to be my barber. Hit her up for and, a barber, uh, your barber need and shit. Yeah, if, you're out in Hayward, if you're out in Hayward, uh, East Bay Barbershop, go check her out. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, she, she fucking would talk to me about music and shit, clothing lines and stuff like that. And, one day she said, well, I, I got a song. You want to check it out? Listen to it. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. yo, well, you need to do this like full time. Like, this mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. And ever since then, every song I've heard since then has just been fucking like she's just up more up, 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 up. She like, does this up every single time. Yeah. And then uh, when, when she did Time Flies, I was like, holy fuck, this is dope. And then I sent her the, the song for Get Away. And, I, and oh, my God. That motherfucking song. Shit. High key, my favorite fucking beat on yeah. that album. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, fuck that. 
A shout cool out to DJ Nine Thou. Yeah, shout out to Chris DJ Nine Thou. He 9, fucking flipped that shit. That Cool in the Gang sample was just fucking insane, man. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Pac did it would never like be outdone, but holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not even famous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was dope. And uh, shout out to you for having me on like hella tracks on this. <laughs> How many songs are you on? I'm counting. One, two, three. That, 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 that's about it. <laughs> hey, three out of 14? Like, well, you know that's, what? Okay. I don't think anybody was on more than three. I think Rob had three also. One, two, three, four. Yeah, four? He's on four, Holmes. <laughs> don't act like. He's on Bandwagon. Bandwagon, Money Dreams. Money Dreams. Por, uh, cruising. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Getaway. Getaway. Yeah. So. Nice, nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit, what's up with Rob Payne at? <laughs> Where's Rob Payne at? Rob Payne's in the studio today. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. Finally. Shit. I want to hear a whole album from him, man. He's overdue for a whole project. Oh, yeah. Him and a bunch of other motherfuckers, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Including me. <laughs> Including me. God damn it. But, you know, we'll get to that later on. Um, So, after this project, you ended up dropping another one. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. And another one. It's called November 20th. 20th. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for helping me out there. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> a fucking brain fart right now. <laughs> so this one, we went a whole different opposite way. And, you know, went hella depressive and hella solo on it, except for one, like, guy on the hook. Like, yeah. what, what was the uh, motor for that? <clears throat> so November 20th was a project I was going to drop back in, like, 2017. Um, that's actually the sound that things fall apart was originally going to sound like, right? That's the that. path I was going to take with <laughs> yeah. things fall apart. Um, cause that was right after suicide note, like not even after I had finished recording suicide note, but right after I had dropped suicide note. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause you know, I finished recording suicide note in like 2012 was the last song. Um, most of it was recorded in like 2008, 2007, 2006. Uh, but the last song was recorded in 2012, and then it took me four years to actually drop it, like get the money together and put it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next year in 2017, you know, that's when I was probably feeling at my lowest and shit. And, you know, I had all these things in my head that I wanted to talk about and uh, nobody I really felt I could talk about it with. So I started putting it all on paper and shit and trying to make songs out of it. Now, the original version of november 20th is probably a lot more intimate a lot a lot more vulnerable me but Mm -hmm. it was just some shit i couldn't put out you know Mm -hmm. i I talked about a lot of personal things and a lot of things people would uh you know put two and two together and shit and And figure out yeah and you know it just it just put a lot of people in some bad light too and it was just like no i can't do that is a little too crazy. Especially after gay coming out back in the rock. You can't be coming out like, I'm depressed, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, nah, like, yeah. I'm glad you went that route first before you went to this November So, 20th. well, I wasn't even going to ever drop November 20th anymore. Yeah. So, after, when I came back, did uh, Things Fall Apart, that was the route I was going to take. That's, I, I felt like sonically, that's where I'm going. And then, I had November 20th, I had a bunch of it already written. Mm-hmm. I had all the beats already picked out. It was actually supposed to be more tracks, but, I ended up cutting some tracks off. Um, and then I was like, let me just get this out the way. Like, this is something I feel like I need to get out of my way. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of it was because I did that video for your your channel, um, the album conversations. I actually pulled it up right now, and it's actually literally to the day a five year anniversary from that interview. Is it? If you believe it, yeah. February. We did it in February. It was like today, and like it never came out till like five years later. Yeah, when did you say it was gonna come out? On this like I think you probably told me that that very year it was gonna drop supposedly. I think <laughs> it was 2017, November twentieth. Yeah, November seventeenth. So we did this in March. No, no, in February. Today, five years ago. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know when this is gonna drop, so probably not. It won't be today. From oh, the it might drop. It might. It might. Yeah, well, yeah. I a lot of time on my hands today. <laughs> Feeling very productive. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, five years, huh? Yeah, crazy. I look, I look hella younger in this. Yeah, I look a lot skinnier too. You are skinnier. God damn. <laughs> uh, you give me a crazy look. <laughs> like what the fuck you gotta say about that? <laughs> but speaking of uh, these projects, like which one performed better? You know, things fall apart. Things easy. fall apart. Yeah. Um, but the people who have liked November twentieth mm-hmm. have really liked it. You know, like they've. You know, like the people that liked it gravitated towards it and stayed on it. You know, mm-hmm. they they listened to it back in November when it came out and they're still bumping it today. You know, they still tell me, I fucking love this song. Mm-hmm. This song's fucking dope. I fucking love this shit. Yo, you need to do more shit like this. Mm-hmm. And I tell them I'm probably never going to do more shit like that. I can try, but... You got to, you know, break your heart again or, you know what I'm saying? Like, get heartbroken. Get your heart broken. You know, maybe you lose a job or something. I don't know. Damn. Another pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard to get know. sad nowadays. Yeah, but I don't know because I think I think that helped build me back up and helped make me stronger, like the whole experience of going through all that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know if it's... I don't know if I'm ever going to get hurt enough to go back to that place. It's always the curse of an artist where if you, when you're in that place, you're completely relatable you have the best music that you can come up with that people want to hear. Yeah. And it's a therapy session. When you do that, mm-hmm. you get air off your chest. And it's a good way to you know, rehabilitate yourself in that, in that emotional state. So yeah. you're not there, but you're good. But then motherfuckers want to hear more of that. And you can only make it if you're back in that place. And who wants to go back there? You know? But yeah, that's it is what it is. Try and get it all out. When, when you're in that spot, you just got to you know, take advantage of it. Like you're sad. Do all the sad shit you can. Yeah, you know, well, hold, on, hold on. Not all the sad shit you can, just the <laughs> musical part. You know, I ain't trying to have you kill yourself or pull a Heath Ledger. Right, that's, what that's what I'm saying. You feel me? <laughs> Clarify. <laughs> but, uh, hey, man, that's what's cool about it. Like, like the last project is basically you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. Like, you know, that's predominantly has been a good positive response. So that's what I'm really happy about. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this next project, what's it going to be? Well, hold on. Hold on, too. Also, November twentieth, too. The uh, one of the reasons I'm glad I dropped it. Uh-huh. A lot of people have told me it's helped them with the way they feel. Nice. You know, to me that that was really important because when I put out Suicide Note, I had doubts of putting it out just because of the name because everyone's gonna have that neg- negative connotation towards it of oh, you know, he's talking about suicide and killing yourself like he's glorifying it, but it was nothing like that no we were not we were um, trying to talk about the realities of it weren't you yeah it, it, well it was me basically trying to say like it's okay to feel the way you feel mm-hmm. you know and uh you just got to cope with it you got to you got to get better if you're not getting better you got to get help you know yeah and a lot of people liked um on suicide note what song was it 
Tears on her pillow. No. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite track. Uh, fuck. It's Chris's favorite song on that album. I can't remember what it is. Oh, uh, 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 mm. it's, uh, hold on. I know you're talking about, is it Set It Off? No, not Set It Off. Oh, that was, that rock was Bottom. Rock, rock Bottom. Rock Bottom. It was so, one of those two. Rock Bottom was like the song a lot of people liked on that. Like I had a lot of people, especially in Germany, which was weird, telling me, yo, that's my favorite song. Like it's helped me get through things in life. Like it's made me feel better and, you know, shit like that. And I was like, that's dope, you know, to have, have that kind of effect from a song. Um, so with November 20th, I have a couple songs like that. Um, like Don't Cry For Me was one of them. And the other one was, uh, shit, I just put it on. I already forgot the name of the song. What comes out right before? <laughs> I don't remember the track listing, bro. You know how long ago that album was? <laughs> that wasn't even that long ago. I should know this. It's embarrassing. Let me see. <laughs> Hate myself. That's what. It's hate myself. So hate myself. I, I got a lot of people that like that one too. Uh, uh, but yeah. All right. Now where are we going? Hold on, man. Let's marinate in this combo real quick. <laughs> I gotta just blow through topic, Holmes. <laughs> Shit. No, I mean that's it's, what's cool about that is that you know people are able to enjoy them and relate to them. You know, because when I hear your music, especially those depressing songs and shit, mm-hmm. like I like I love them. But I can't, I can't, I don't ever re- replay them like that at all. Yeah. It's besides a one or two time listen, just because like. I know you, and I know this is really going on, mm-hmm. and, I, and it fucks me up. I'm like, fuck, man, I wish my cousin would get through this, you know, feel better about himself, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I care about you, bro. And so, but it's like, uh, I do like that you were able to be creative enough to at least be able to put these emotions into songs like that, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's really much appreciated. You know, so you know what? I posted like something on Instagram the other day about mm-hmm. that, um, about artists being able to, you know, make something out of the way that they're feeling yeah it's really important bro because people just dwell on their darkness all day and don't know what to do with it and if they're not creative god help you bro because yeah there's no other way to get especially if they, if they don't have nobody to talk to about it yeah you know, that's, that's so when it gets real dark and shit so it's i post to being an artist means forever healing your own wounds and at the same time endlessly exposing them dude that's like the perfect fucking like way to put it yeah. it's basically a scab you know saying we got to pick at it but you know just to show that hey look it's happened mm-hmm. But it's healing again, and it's like you gotta keep just to let people know, like, yeah. yo, I feel you too. You know, that's so. why that's why I like uh, Joe's music so much. Yeah, you know, because I could just feel all the pain in it, and I'm just like, god damn, he's full fucking eloquent with his words. Yeah, and the beat selection is just perfect mm-hmm. to a T, and like, you know. Sucks that he doesn't put out as much shit. Oh, <laughs> you know? He's going to. No, yeah, it's I know. Coming. He's finally coming now, but it's just like, yo, I always feel like, y'all, man, come on. Y'all ain't ready for Joe. Y'all got that new Joseph save. <laughs> 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 Fucking fiending for that shit, bro. <laughs> shit. But. Water stay break. hydrated, folks. It's really important. Especially when you have a shitty voice like me. You need to clear it up all the time. Um, when it comes to these new projects, like, what's next? After this, after this, for myself or for the label? Uh, whatever you feel comfortable talking. You're the head honcho. You're the boss, the boss. All right, we can go with the label. Okay, label so, wise, what's coming up next for the label? This is getting Bam Bam out. Um, yes, shout out to Bummy Bam Bam, from Watsonville. Yeah. So, his album's gonna come out first. Mm-hmm. Um, got to work on his shit. Yeah, and we already got we already got a bunch of beats we kind of like. 
Um, we got to get him to him and see what he thinks of him. Let him choose what he likes, what he doesn't. Um, you know, and then start working on that. After that, your shit. Yep. Got to get your shit out. Still got to get, what is it? Uh, Cushion Comics and... Uh, Cushion Comics, uh, Volume 1, with Troubles. And then I got to put out Bandidos with Lazy Boy. Yeah. Everything's basically almost done recording for Lazy Boy, except for two songs. And uh, which one of them thinking about just cutting the feature off entirely, just making it a song with me and him. And then another one, I really want that feature, so I'm going to try to make that money for it. You know, because it's, you know, affordable right now for it, so I'm going to mm-hmm. try to get on that. And uh, the Troubles one is basically like almost the same the same way, except like... Uh, one song we had a beat for, we, like, I'm not feeling it too much. And the whole concept of that is already, like, you know, like, already out the window for me. Like, I don't, I don't really feel that no more. So mm-hmm. he's going to hook it up with a new song with, like, features from uh, San Quinn and uh, I believe Mike Marshall as well. So that's going to be a nice. cool track. And, uh, yeah, that one's going to be a good one I really want to promote because I want to make a series of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, not just with Troubles because I want to, like, you know, also re- revisit another project with Troubles again, the same kind of deal. But I want to make an actual, like, like a thing you feel me like cushion comics is the, the series of, of eps i'm going to be dropping you know what i'm saying with different artists so that's going to be you featuring a different rapper every time yeah this is going to be basically the way i'm going to do features now instead of just trying to like p- club everybody in my album i want to just like find an artist i'm compatible with and work really work together on making a cohesive dope like concept piece you know what i'm saying because cushion comics is going to be that like this first one is going to be basically like uh the humble beginnings of like you know somebody who's like oh i'm showing you this comic you know like i'm showing troubles the comic yeah. he smokes weed i smoke weed too we bond over that kind of like that because that's how most people get into comics coming up in the game like oh my boy came through and he's showing me this comic all right i'm not into that but let's see what he got going on and that's how they get into it and shit mm-hmm. and then you know that's i want to have that essence in it you know aesthetic wise and then you know the music's gonna be dope you know me and troubles make dope music so uh, that's what I want to do, you know. Then later on, I'm gonna try to like be more complicated with the with the shit, like do a couple of albums with certain hard people I, I fuck with, and then try to make every fifth installment of that series like a uh, a uh, I forget how they call it in the comics, but I think like not a spectacular, but like a whole thing. But basically, they like a little crossover. Spectacle. Is it spectacle? Not sure. Because they call it a specific thing where, like, they, it's basically the crossover, like, an in Infinity War. Like, the Infinity Gauntlet was one of the, is the most famous one, which is where they adapted the Infinity War mm-hmm. uh, movie from. Where I'm going to have people, the artists I've collabed with in the last five albums on one project in a certain way. Maybe a compilation yeah. or, like, something like that. That way, like, it's like they're part of the same universe of this series. Mm-hmm. And then later on, maybe, like, when I'm like, oh, like, I don't feel like dropping, I don't feel like making an album to this right now, but someone else has been on the project so maybe like do like a solo present someone solo like origins yeah. like you know x-men origins but instead of like have an artist like say like you're on the tragic one origins you know cushion comics tragic one origins so it's just his story one. yeah and just have that and then later on when i do the, the next fifth installment it's gonna be a whole like crossover with tragic being the main one now or something you know what i'm saying like and then all the artists yeah but i don't smoke we're gonna get you to smoke <laughs> nigga we're gonna force you we're gonna fucking waterboard you <laughs> You know, hold you down, just blow in your face. Get him high. <laughs> stop, stop. I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> Which you are. <laughs> so that's what I want to do with that series. You know, I'm making a really cool thing because uh, working with this, uh, out, this this project and then with the with the Lazy Boy project, it made me realize like I want to be more structured because it was just like I want to do an album with Lazy Boy. It was fuck yeah, it was cool, like cool, cool thing going on. But it's like it was a lot to take on. You yeah. know, at the same time as this thing, so it's like. It'll not only like 
slow that whole thing down where I'm not like taking too much at one time. But at the same time, it was going to be working towards a cohesive thing where it's going to be dope. It encompasses who I am and it's going to bring people in to my world, which I do all the time. I mm -hmm. interview people. I travel. I meet different artists, producers, uh, promoters and so many things. So it's like, you know, engineers and shit. So I want to be able to incorporate all of them into this world of mine. You know what I'm saying? Because I always love when like people dip into the world of comics or dip into the world of anime and all that you know even before it was cool now you know so it's always like a cool thing so i want to be able to have my own twist into that have bring people into my world and you know show people show people in my world other worlds you know what i'm saying so that's yeah. what i want to do with that so who's gonna be on part two uh i have some people in mind but like i really want to just finish this project first like the whip i really want to do i want to do one with you eventually you know what I'm saying? Like, come up with some like we're like we're, where maybe we're cosplaying certain people. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but or if they're because if they're comfortable, because not everyone is gonna be into comics like that. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you want to be dressed up as fucking Wolverine nah. just to be on the cover. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm dressed as fucking Miles Morales, Spider Man, or Spider Man 2099. <laughs> you know, because he's Latino. So because so, I can't do that. You know, no one's gonna be on he's board. Latinx. He's a Latinx <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Fun fact, his first costume was actually a legit the other mortals costume from the future that he just happened to have, you know, because he needed to cover his face until he got his new suit. But nice. that, that was pretty cool. Shout out to the homies, which is, you know, that's why he didn't get a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I want to do something like that. You, um, I want to do a project with like somebody who knows about comics and shit. Yeah, and I don't know able... shit about comics. Yeah, I know. Basically, everything I've told you or what you've seen the MCU is what yeah. you know about comics. <laughs> All I you know, know is Superman and Wolverine are badass. Yeah, Joseph says when I want to do one with him for sure. Yeah. He knows a lot about comics, so he he we can make a cool ass like collaborative piece mm -hmm. on that. We can probably talk about depressive characters like uh, Peter Parker not being Spider Man or fucking like Daredevil and shit. Who knows? Like yeah. so many, they have so many like depressing you know origins and stuff. And he can talk about stuff like that, and so can I. So that would be a cool one. Um, another another one I have in mind is like uh, maybe John D Contradiction from the Ninety Mask because he knows a shit ton about comics too and he's very mm -hmm. inversed in that so I can and he's very like also loves concept pieces so I'm sure we can make a cool project yeah and 1am too because she also fucks with comics heavy and she has her favorites you know what I'm saying so that was, it's a lot of a lot of options yeah but you know I want to like finish this first and try to make a brand out of that first with this project before I start taking on other shit you know yeah. plus I got an album with you I yeah. got fucking another album you're presenting of mine. And you know what I'm saying? I got another solo I want to yeah. start off. So it's just too much. <laughs> I have too much of a habit of doing that. You know, you can ask Trouble. When I first started doing videos, I, one of the first things I was going to, I was going to do something for him like, years ago. Something for like Crazy Looks. And like, uh, yeah, Crazy Looks, bro. Like, I was going to do something for that, but I got so overwhelmed trying to do music, trying to do the interviews for the humboynation.com. Shout out to them. And then trying to like do my my school, which I was so stupidly still doing. And like working jobs and then working like, cleaning business with my parents, which took up extra time, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was just like too much. And I wasn't able to do it, which he understood, thank God, you know. But it's just like my first experience. So it's like, yeah. And I've never gone over that. <laughs> I, 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 I still continue to overwhelm myself and put too much on my plate that I can chew. Yep. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah, but you know. I ain't even gonna stay getting better because I'm not. <laughs> I'm just progressively finally getting shit into place. Yeah. You know. Those are these two projects I really just want to like. Like I said, like this next project we're doing together and the one you're presenting, it's basically you in the fucking driver's seat. I'm mm. the passenger. You tell me what to do. <laughs> 
Check those Cito cuz. Kicked off my own label. God damn, I gave him too much power. So, yeah, your shit. Getting your shit out too. My Soul 3. My Soul 3. I actually started getting beats together for that already. I'm going to start shooting them out to people, trying to get features on them. It's basically going to be like a showcase. Not even a compilation anymore. I'm just going to call it a showcase. It's what we should have been doing, you know. Yeah. That was probably our first mistake with the first myself, and then my grind of shine, which is I was just like, I'm trying to promote people, of course, but it's yeah. like it wasn't anybody we knew. It was just like people from around the way. Yeah, you know. I mean, I had fucking shout out to Cas- uh, Michael Capone from Compton. He was on my first one. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? Nigga, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, people in Compton know who he is. You know what I'm saying? He dissed MC8 on my album, which was fucking crazy. Everybody disses MC8. Yeah, no. She left out the G because the G ain't in you. <laughs> DJ Quick ate him. Yo, remember, you see the performance on Death Row and the uh, uh, Hip Hop Awards where he, where he came out. He's like, I want to dedicate this next song to my ex-wife, DJ uh, MC8. And he did that song like, why did you call him your ex-wife? Did you fuck him or something, bro? <laughs> That's all that early 90s shit. I don't understand it to this day. Like, Biggie saying, like, you look so good. I'll suck on your daddy's dick. Like, yeah, that makes sense. I don't want to suck on no cock <laughs> no. for no woman. <laughs> you know? Gap tooth in your mouth so my dick's got to fit. Like, why were you trying to force your dick between a gap tooth? Like, have you done it before? Like, how small is your dick, bro? Don't answer that. Like, <laughs> it's fucking insane. Yeah. I think people were just so straight that... They were just doing gay shit without you like no I'm not even gay I can do this because I'm not gay I can see that no, I, I think that gay. was just that was just back in the day when you could you know talk about a man being gay and make it you know like a humiliating thing for but him. you being gay performing gay acts on a person to humiliate no. them what that's are we dogs that, like raping other male dogs from. just for dominance get the hell out of here that's where that saying came from like nah you gay because you suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Men performing <laughs> sexual acts on each other, but it's not gay. <laughs> no, I'm so straight I can fuck a guy in the ass and come and and, and there's nothing because I'm not gay. You're like, get the fuck out of here. So I'm going to cut that up and make a sound by that on that watch. <laughs> oh, I know you are for sure. You're, you're going to be the sound bite. Shit, you I just became the sound bite. I ain't even mad. <laughs> Shit, uh, Dr. Dre's gonna come at subject. us. Next subject, Dr. Dre's gonna come at us and shit, bro. Speaking of which, he just shot the new EP, bro. You hear it? Nah, I'm not even excited to hear the new, new, new Dre. Why? It's Dre. It's Dre. Yeah, but I mean, the last one was dope, Compton. The last one was cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was no... basically Dr. Dre being featured on the TDE project. It was the TDE project that you know Dr. Dre put out. So to me, that album was like. Cool. I heard it. I don't ever care to listen to it again. No. I haven't even replayed it in a while. The other song I do replay here once in a great ass while is uh, Talking to My Diary or uh, the song with the game. Because, you know, the song with the game was the only one I really liked. Yeah. It's just Um, perfect. The rest of them was just like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Genocide was good for a minute, but then I hella got over it. (laughs) To me, they, I don't know. They all sounded the same to me. Like, it all sounded like the same kind of song. It wasn't Dre. Yeah. It wasn't Drake. It was TDE. That was the complete TDE sound. Yeah. He just like appropriated, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So that's why it wasn't like it was still dope to me. Like it's up there. It's, it's for sure gonna be the third best album he's ever done. <laughs> it's always gonna be the third. And he put out an EP. How many tracks are on this thing? Uh, let me count. It was a Doctor Trey EP. Yeah. 
There's Eminem on there too. Eminem. Yeah. Silence. <laughs> Silent. <laughs> so it's called Grand Theft Auto: The Contract. The fuck. Yeah, and uh, it has one, two, three, four, five, six, six tracks on there, Fe- including features from Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace, Ty Dolla Sign, Eminem, Anderson Pack, Rick Rose, The Boss, and Coco Soraya and Thurs, whoever they are. Yeah, see, that don't sound like nothing I want to hear. <laughs> Songs calling like Falling Up, Scenic Route, Black Privilege. ETA, Gospel, and Diamond Mind. That doesn't even sound like trade titles. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to shit like Kush, <laughs> The Watcher, Steel Dre, Explosive. Like, man. Yeah, I don't think I'll, I'll ever be excited for another Dre project again. I think he ruined that. He took too long? Yeah, he took too long. And then when he finally put something out, I was like, what the fuck is this? Remember when he Dre? tried to put out uh, Detox with that Kush single with. Uh, Akon, Nate Dogg, and fucking Snoop. That, yeah. was, that was like trash, bro. Like, only Nate Dogg's part was cool because it's, it's fucking Nate Dogg, you know? And like and Snoop came all hella corny. Mm, here I am, tighter than the pants on Will I Am. It's like, okay, you already lost me, bro, with that. <laughs> you gonna start off a rap like that on a Dre track? How did Dre approve this? <laughs> but even the beat wasn't that good. No, it was just like a half ass. Uh-huh. Phoned it in, kind of Dre beat. He's like, oh, my, oh, I'm bored here. I made this. Oh, you need a, you need a single? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I need a doctor was the only good one. Yeah. That was like, fuck yeah, we're gonna get a new Dre. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be hella in depth. And then he he just he scrapped it <laughs> to put out Compton later on when the fucking movie came out, which is very disappointing. <laughs> Although hearing those two tracks, I don't think that these I would have been as good. Huh? Which one? Hearing uh, the first two tracks. Uh, any a doctor and Kush, it wasn't gonna be a good detox album. Yeah, he even said himself it wasn't gonna be good. That's why he scrapped it. And it's like, I wonder if I can find all the all the songs that were supposed to be on it on YouTube or something. They have them on. They have everything on there, bro. They even yeah. have all of Puck shit. You know. You know what? They have all that shit though because whoever owns Death Row now it's just posting shit out. You don't give a shit. Yeah, it's like shit they're never gonna you know release and. You know, make money off of by releasing like that, like officially. So they put it up there because they own the rights and they're going to get paid off the views. They didn't, oh, they probably just reaping the benefits off these streaming services nowadays. Yeah. You know, YouTube included because YouTube counts for streams. Yeah. They pay you the least. Yeah. But but they give you counts. money. Least is better than nothing at all yeah. for not even releasing them. You feel me? So, man, you think these streaming services are fucking up everything? Oh, yeah. It's like, man, people let streaming this shit happen. For artists, it just fucked the game up. It did. You know. Um, but then it depends on who you ask too. Because there's some artists who are just like, nah, I fucking never would have been discovered if it wasn't for this. I never would have fucking made this money if it wasn't for this. But who are these people in question? Like, there are whack rappers who make like TikTok tracks that get blown up because they can do a dance to them because the beat's good enough and yeah, it's, but it's not funny just enough. Them. There's other rappers who who have never been heard of before. Who wouldn't have been heard of if they weren't able to put their song directly on like Spotify? Yeah, I can see that because you know? people who don't have money to put out a physical copy, yeah. or you know, what I'm saying have, or they don't want to put their shit on like uh, SoundCloud, being hella shitty quality mm-hmm. and not get anything from it. Yeah, I can see that, you know. But at the same time, like some of those streaming services, like fuck your quality up, 
and most of them especially spotify don't pay you shit they pay you dick for fucking like streaming you know what i'm saying like unless you're drake or something like you're not gonna you know get what? i think i actually have pull that up hey Let's pull that up I jamie <laughs> who the fuck is jamie from joe rogan he always said that he's always hey jamie, pull that up jamie wait what you got there jamie <laughs> misinformation bring it in <laughs> <laughs> Let's get everyone mad at me. <laughs> have all these white people, privileged people, always defending. I still, I still have people defending him because of that. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Just talk right. about the aliens, Joe. So here we go. Spotify pays you point zero zero forty three. God damn. Per stream, and that's the most popular one, which is the most bullshit. So and they promote more, and it's to free. Put that into dollars. If you got 5,000 streams, you would get $21.50. 10,000 streams? No, not even 10,000. 50,000 streams, you're getting $215. At a million streams, you're getting $4,300. And who the fuck gets still million now? Not, no. not us. <laughs> no, definitely not the underground motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. has to be people who have money or who are signed and are slaves to labels. Because they could have the money to push anything they want. Shut down people's throats. Clear channel. Fucking like all the Katy Perry's of the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you get to 10 million streams, you get 43,000. Then then we're, we're talking. Yeah. But that's on Spotify. You get 10 million streams on, uh, on Tidal. Mm-hmm. Let's see what that is. Hey, go, get out of here. Fucking notifications. You get 10 million on title, it's $120,000. Hmm. iHeartRadio sure. will pay you better than anybody. Even you, title? Yep. You get 10 million streams on iHeartRadio, you're getting $170,000. But who the fuck is listening to iHeartRadio? <sighs> Nobody. Uh, somebody has to be. Well, of course, statistically, there's going to be a couple people who are going to listen, but it, in the trajectory of what's popular, they're the least listened to. This goes Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Amazon Music, then Tidal, and then Napster, Deezer, Pandora, YouTube, and, and then uh, Amazon Music. So it's like, and like also, T Pain broke it down in his post. He said, just to make a dollar, you would have to make this Amazon Music, you need 249 streams just to make a dollar off one song. Apple Music, you need 128 just to make a dollar off one song. Tidal, 78 stream which is the one of the better ones which is why i have they pay only 78 a dollar for 78 streams and then napster they're the, probably the best ones which but no one listens to them since like the early 2000s and shit fucking they pay you a dollar for 53 streams every 53 streams you make that's a dollar which is the best but then you get to like spotify you need 315 streams just to make a dollar but that's not even the worst one the worst one the worst offender here is YouTube music, which is probably a lot of people go on YouTube music because they want to hear music and while being easily accessible to having their videos right there. In order to get just a fucking dollar, you need 1,250 streams on one song just to make one dollar. It's ridiculous. Like, no one's going to be able to make that and then just be able to have a good living off of it. Yes, you're going to get discovered. Oh, no one ever listened to me if it wasn't for that. But it's like, if you're not getting paid, you know, 
It's, you're almost in the same boat as the motherfuckers who go on spot on uh, SoundCloud and shit and just fucking do shit for the free and then don't get paid and get exposure, you know? Like, good luck getting a show in the pandemic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. Yep. That's all he got to say about <laughs> that? Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's shocking, you know? Like, it's flabbergasting how this is a fucking way of so doing it. those everyone, numbers that T-Pain put up, too, they were out of... Out of uh, you gonna say the goat date. is lying? No, they weren't up to date. Oh, okay. Those are old numbers. Oh, thank God. He he used somebody else's um, information. Mm-hmm. I got the updated numbers. Oh, it's here. I just told you then. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, dog. I'm like out here trying to look up fucking T Pain shit, but no, I mean it's getting better, but it's still fucking outlandish. Like, and people let it happen because a people don't give a fuck about artists like mm-hmm. that. They, as long as I can hear my song, I don't give a fuck with the behind the scenes. You know, it's like motherfuckers who buy Tyson. Like, I don't give a fuck if these chickens are being tortured. Like, I want my fucking nuggets. Like, that's all they care about. So no one's going to have that sympathy for them. And at the same time, artists aren't going to put the work and money in to do more because they don't either don't have it, they're lazy, or they don't have enough support. They're just in a terrible position, you know? Yeah. Like, people who are talented on the street, you know, broken home and like... Your parents on drugs or whatever, they're never gonna have anybody who put in money for them like that. They gotta do a lot just to get noticed, and then they won't even really like get much from there, you know. So mm-hmm. they have to either be part of a big thing like a line sign label for those streams, or you know, really work hard and get lucky. Yeah, I think a big part is being part of like a collaborative. You know. Yeah. If you got a group of people, it's always easier to do it. Yeah, but most people are on their own. Yeah, and that's the worst part, you know. And then a lot of people do their personality; they're not inclined to just talk to people. Hey, man, let's do a song together. I like what you do. Like, no, nah, they're they're like they're shy as fuck. Like yeah. me. Well, I, I mean, this isn't really a business for shy people. It's not. I mean, you're, you're not. It's gonna, never. It's the wonder why I'm here, dog. <laughs> you're not going to do too good if you're if you're shy. Yeah, I mean, that's what I had to get over when I started. You know me; I was the most shyest of the shyest motherfuckers yeah. in the world. But I forced myself to talk to people because I said I need to be in this. This is what I want to do. So I got to get over this fear and then just fucking go. First person I ever tried to promote anything for. I was so quiet. Like it was at a fashion look in Gilroy. This guy was there shopping for some gangster ass tees, and I was just like with a flyer, like, "Hey man, you know, I got a, I got an album, you know, coming out, you know, hello, this is this low voice you're hearing right now." And this guy straight up said, "Bro, I can't hear what you're saying," in a very like arrogant like, "Bruh," and I was just like, "No, I'm out. Here you go." And he gave me, he looked the flyer, looked at me, looked the flyer, like, all right, that, and he walked away. I was like, Fuck, that was scary. He wasn't even a scary dude, but it's just the fact that I'm putting myself out there was so intimidating, which is like, and for me, I was like, I don't know how I did that. I don't know how I didn't quit after that, but I just kept going. Like, I was like, you know what? That's one motherfucker. There has to be someone else who will give me a better response to this. And yeah. I got to just work on myself getting better. And eventually I did. Talking to people and, you know, willing to make a fool of myself because he already makes fun of me. What the fuck is this? You know, who are they? I'm never going to see them again, at least. So I just fucking went off and just did all this. And my networking got crazy. And to this day, my networking is impeccable. I know too many fucking people. You know how we started passing out flyers? How? We would drive by people and throw them out them at the window. Just, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been cool if you brought me along. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't rapping then. Me and Rob throwing flyers at bitches. Here, bitch. Come to the show, ho. <laughs> What I, what I like to do is... Didn't like, work. 
<laughs> shit, I used to pass all your flyers at school. I remember, like, every single period, like, put on everyone's desk. Yeah. And just give the people, like, what is this? Like, oh, it's my, my cousin's rap album. It's like, oh, dope. Are you on it? I'm like, no, but you should check it out still. <laughs> the worst one was when your job blocked Savages, and I had the hard copies around. Yeah. And I was, I went to my computer class, because I have a class, and I was like, hey, bro, you know, this fucking homeboy out there. I was like, hey, bro, like, you want to buy my cousin's new album? It's fucking dope. I had Big Also Loco on He's like, oh, dope, for real? Okay. Um, hey, mind if I listen to it in here just to take people out, see if I like it before I buy it? And I was like, well, I can't be a dick. So, yeah, sure, go ahead. He listened to it, the whole thing, all the way through. He's like, hey, thanks, bro, but uh, I don't really, really want to buy it. I only like that song with Also Loke on it. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, all right, no problem, bro. Like, hey, good luck, though. Like, thank you. Like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Hope you become oh, a fucking junkie. Get Luke Garrick's disease or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, no, I don't wish that. But still, it's like, damn, it's hard. It's that was the only song he liked on that? Yeah, I'm like, how did you not like the Sleepy Santino or the Kick the Sneak song? Like what the fuck? There's a lot of good songs. There's a lot of good songs. I just the first off the top of my head. That one too. This is a song that a homeboy would love. Like, come on, you don't like Sleepy Santino? You didn't listen to fucking uh, Northern Lifestyles Volume One? Come on, but yeah, not everyone knows the artists you know. That's something people have to understand. Not everyone knows the rappers you know. Word. Yeah. So if you buy a verse from somebody, oh, it's gonna blow. Well, nigga, only you and like ten other people listen to that guy, <laughs> you know. Or like certain artists are like only big in certain areas, and they're never gonna be out there, you know. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> kind of hard, bro. I think a lot of people don't even know how to market themselves now. It's like, what do you do now? now? Go on Instagram. And- <laughs> It's been for share it over and over forever no one's known how to promote themselves no one teaches you that you know yeah. like no, look, actually that's not even true because now you can go on YouTube and learn people there's people Speaking on YouTube like an old man over here <laughs> there is no it's real shit it's I just, out there I, I you just forget. gotta go on there and look for it and actually sit down and watch it and learn dude I always forget that there's those fucking tools out there for me that can teach you how to do this better yeah all the fucking time for free you know, you told me the other day, like, I was thinking about going on Skillshare to learn, but like, dude, they have all that on YouTube. For free. For free. <laughs> you don't have to pay like don't whatever pay a month. Shit. I mean, I would have loved to like help like some of my favorite content creators get some money from the promotion from that. But hey, yeah. I'm more important right now. <laughs> you know, they're, they're fine with what they're doing. They got a sponsor. I don't have a sponsor, mm-hmm. you know, so that's what we got to do. Now, there's a lot of people on there that just do a lot of shit for free and they they give away so much game they don't even expect anything back from it just a share, right? And that's how they eat. Mm-hmm. The more people that watch it, the the, the more yeah, money they the, make. The views that's yeah. what they want. But maybe I need to do that. Man, yeah, I mean, if anyone out there wants to start, Let me show you how to fuck up a track. Yeah, <laughs> step <I'm>... one, <laughs> rap. <laughs> <laughs> don't think about it. Just fucking rap. Put that pencil away. Yell out something crazy for no reason. (laughs) The box! (laughs) Bing bop! (laughs) Why is that popular now? I fucking don't know. It's like annoyingly popular now. It's like, fuck, bro. Like, I heard that one time. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty funny. And I was like, oh, everyone's doing it. That's never been funny to me. (laughs) It was just funny one time because of the context. But, you know. And then after I heard what it was, oh, it's a TikTok thing. Fuck. I know it's going to be annoying (laughs) immediately. Yeah. (laughs) It still is. (laughs) 
Is that where it came from? TikTok? I think so. That's because I, I saw some dude. No, it, it was a thing before, but TikTok blew the fuck out of it. Like it was always a saying, I think around New York or some shit. TikTok where it was blows from. everything. Up. Up, yeah. <laughs> Bazing. But uh <laughs> I'm gonna make that part. I actually I actually think you'd be pretty successful on TikTok. You think so? Because you like to do all these little one liner zings and shit like that, little <laughs> Little quirky jokes. <laughs> I think about shit. TikTok. And that's and what they're all about. Like uh, conspiracy theories about like, oh, China's gonna know all your shit. It's like, is China gonna know? I don't really want them to know. I mean, most people know here. What are they gonna know that you do bad jokes? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, World War Three starts because of me. <laughs> like my bad, everybody. <laughs> the fuck. No, I want that kind of responsibility on me. Well, with great responsibility come. Wait, how's it go? With great power comes yeah, great go. responsibility. Well, see, then you'll have great power. I don't even know if that's really power, but <laughs> it's in the wrong hands for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll consider making a TikTok later. I mean, I don't know. People were telling me to make one, but I don't know where it would start. What would I do on there? Just hit record. I know how it functions, but what am I physically? Am I doing dance? I don't know. Am I gonna, like... any, any crazy little thing you want to do? Oh, now I'm camera shy. <laughs> you, uh, could, you could even do like a little fucking uh, a little Q&A with yourself. All right, you, you can I can make I can make characters, characters, bro. You I can, can like can dress up and shit. That'd be hella funny. <laughs> I'll just be a comedian on here, bro. Yeah. I don't care. You're right. I might I might consider doing that. You know, there's a, there's a lot of shit you can do. On I that. gotta look more into that China thing. You know, you know what's crazy too? I was talking to Martin the other day, mm-hmm. and he was telling me how much he likes your interviews. Oh, thank you. You know, he's telling me, oh, Mitch needs to do more of those. You know, Mitch really good at that shit. Got he's one this week. Tank McCoy. Tank McCoy. So, this nigga. <laughs> so let's wrap this shit up. I know it took over a year well, Not even over a year Close to a year to get to this mm-hmm. But uh, yeah Respect these weekly Yes sir You know what I'm saying Make sure to subscribe To all our social media platforms from Twitter Instagram And all that And also make sure to uh, What's the anchor thing we got going on Where you can hear it They're on it They're on it Hey <laughs> you're know. on this right now <laughs> Don't know. They're there. Hey. Well if you're hearing it here Go to every other platform we got. Follow us there. We got more content coming soon. And uh, we got more music coming soon. Check out my interviews on my channel, Reckless EWR. Or go to Not Your Mans for my weekly interviews live. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Yeah. We out. You are now listening to the Devil's Jukebox, hosted by Tragic One and Reckless, broadcasting from the Bay Area.